Hello and welcome. Before we get started, we have a few things to tell you about for a couple of minutes, so please bear with us. Firstly, if you want to follow us, contact us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for Bottlehead Radio. You can also email us at bottleheadradio@outlook.com, and someone will get back to you. Secondly, if you want to support us for only £1, head over to patreon.com and search for Bottlehead Radio. For such a small amount a month, you can help us upgrade equipment and improve the show. And you also get exclusive content every month, and of course, a cool nickname like Ninja Monkey or Narcobexy. Thirdly, and most importantly, go subscribe if you haven't to Movie Seasons and Dungeons and Dragons for Dummies. We also have a show called Why Star Wars, which is finished now, but you can go listen to the full two series that have been recorded. And it's all free and always will be. Also, rate and review us. It helps us more than you can know and takes only minutes. And last but not least, go tell a friend, spread the word on social media, and keep up the good work, loyal listeners. We love you. Oh, and uh, one more thing. If you want to buy some cool merchandise like teddies, t-shirts, cups, go to spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash bottlehead hyphen radio and you can get some cool stuff and look i'm not gonna lie it's not that cheap but it helps us we get a nice little cut and you get to show it off awesome so let's get on with this week's show chris play the theme tune Seasons is a bottlehead radio production. Hello and welcome to Movie Seasons, the podcast where we look at a different category of cinema each season and at the movies that make that genre popular from the sleeper hits called classics, box office smashes and the downright disastrous we haven't covered. So join me Matt, my brother Chris and my friend Ross as this week we look at The Aviator. Written by John Logan and released in 2004, The Aviator was met with public and critical acclaim, making $213 from a $110 budget it did well and earned 11 Academy Award nominations, including Best Picture, Director and Actor. It did only win five of these awards, however, Cinematography, Editing, Costume Design, Art Direction and Best Supporting Female went to Kate Blanchett. But did the aviator get our pulses soaring <laughs> up into the sky? Of the puns. But Leo didn't get one then. They got nominated. He never gets one, does he? Well, he does. He got one for Revenant, but I believe... He got one, hasn't he? Yeah, for Revenant. But I believe... I, be- just... I believe he really does deserve a lot more. But we'll get to he Leo He does, I think you're yeah. right. We'll get so, to Leo So, Chris. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the age? I haven't seen it before. Right. Never? Never seen it before? No, never seen it before. I thought it was going to be about that plane that crashes in the... De- or was an airport in the desert or something, and they there's a storm, and they have to get out. What's what that? Called. That's called Cray, the Grey. No, it's desert. Desert. What the fuck are you on a lost? No, not really, that's an island. It's not a no, desert. I don't know what you're talking about. There's I can't remember what it's called. Plains in the desert, and they need to get out because of. I think it crashes. Uh, yeah. Flight of the Phoenix. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Could have been that. So you thought a film called The Aviator was a film called Flight of the Phoenix? I couldn't remember Flight of the Phoenix, or what it was called clearly, and about planes. Flight of the Phoenix is not very good. Uh, I can't remember. I remember when I started watching The Aviator, yeah. I thought it was Air Force One. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's completely different. Because it was on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> And then I thought, yeah, where are all the but snakes? Because I thought it was snakes on the plane. <laughs> it doesn't even start with any plane. It starts with him in a bar. 
down the bath. Anyway, do you like it then, Chris? Oh, bloody brilliant. Right. Oh, thank God. It's not got good fellas all over well I've seen this before but a long time ago and I really liked it before mm-hmm. and I really like it now mm-hmm. now this is a long film it is a long film but it's still good I really like it um, I was saying about DiCaprio winning for Revenant I think he's a lot better than this I think this is like his probably to me Top five performances of all time. Mm, I think really I think good. you can. E- I think he should have won for the Revenant, but I think you can easily add another think, five films that he should have won. It I think for. he's better in the Aviator. More range of emotions. I think it depends who they're up against each year as well. Yeah, I think he deserved something this year for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but he didn't get it because he was up against he was up against t- tough opposition. Yeah, so, but he's but the thing is, Wolf of Wall Street, he should have won for. Yeah, like you know, but he got beaten by. Can't remember who got beaten by that year. No, but the thing is, he's getting loads of nominations. So, at the end of the day, he's getting those nominations. So it's obviously he's consistently. He's getting great. Oh yeah, consistently. So even though he's yeah. not winning, yeah. he's still won one, and he's getting, you know, he's so many nominations. He's nominated nearly every year for something. Though. Yeah, and yeah. that's a sign of a quality actor. So mm. he's doing well with just nominations. You yeah. can't win every time. Mm-hmm. Well, I hadn't seen this film s- since it came out. So what's that? Sixteen years. Hell. Yeah. And I remembered some of it, and I remember it's one of them. And, and and this time round, I found it was interesting to watch. I did get to the point where I think I said to you last week, Parker, after we finished recording Goodfellas, the plane crashed, and I thought, oh, that's, that's it now. And it's like another hour. You're joking. And I thought, I, f- I forgot how much more it goes on, that, and it goes on and on yeah. and on. But not in a bad way. It's good. It gets better towards after the after the plane crash. Yeah, it does get better, but. I don't know. It's sort of it's like a roller coaster for me. It's sort mm. of I enjoy bits and it dips and I think, come on, come on. Then it picks up just when you want it to, and yeah, then it sort of mean. dips for me and it picks up again. Mm. But I did enjoy it. Yeah, yeah I see what you mean. Well, let's do a quick thumbs up, thumbs down because we've got the Oscars game to do. Oh, all right. So well, that won't that won't. Any thumbs up, thumbs down? Yeah. So I've got five. Okay. Five. I said make it quick. We're gone. Okay. I thought you've been doing D and D. I know. I watched, I watched some Star Trek films. Oh, okay. That's that's good. Star Trek 1, thumbs up. Star Trek 2, um, thumbs down. Isn't Star Trek 1 like the worst one? I thought it was alright. It's, it's called the motion picture, the, isn't it? Yeah. The, they say the rule with Star Trek films is one good one, one bad one, one good one, one bad one. Like that, like in order. What's the best one? Isn't it like Rafa Khan one of the best ones? It was alright. Rafa Khan is, yeah, I like that. Or Search for Spock. That's the second one, yeah. Isn't mm. it Rafa Khan is the second one? Yeah. No, Search for Spock is the third. second one, I think, isn't it? But the ones that Leonard Nimoy does, you fucking okay. watch them. Yeah, but he's loads. <laughs> I think, isn't it? Leonard sure, Nimoy. I'm sure Wrath of Khan's the second one. It's the third. Yeah, the, the ones that Leonard Nimoy directs. I'll have a look, good, Chris. You they? carry on telling us. Oh, yeah, so I can't. Oh, I forgot them in the wrong order, then it doesn't really matter what I bloody say, then, is it? Oh, uh, no, Search for Spock's the second one. The third it? one's Wrath of Khan. The yeah, fourth one it? is from the, the Final Frontier. It isn't it? And the yeah, fifth one is Wrath so, Wrath of Khan is the second one. The third one is Search for Spock. The fourth one is The Voyage. Ah, the fifth one's The Uh, Final Frontier. The Voyage Home. When they meet up with the um, Generation Next Generation cast. That was supposed to be not very good. So I think it's like, here's what Matthew says, one good. So the first one was thumbs up. Second one was alright. Third one was alright. The fourth one was good, thumbs up. I have to go back in time and get a whale. 
That's pretty thin. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and the fifth one was like, yeah, medium. So what gets me is, again, again, Chris... Chris likes the bad ones. The whale one. You got the... The whale one was good, though. Yeah. It wasn't. It was a good one. The, the whale one, I don't know what that is. They go back in time to save a whale because this... Um, Alien thing comes and then makes this noise trying to find already. the whales. Oh, sounds huh? terrible, Chris. Sounds fucking awful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, it's alright. Wrath of Khan's awesome. Oh, but I realised the old yeah, Star Trek. Wrath of Khan, man. Wrath of Khan, Adrian. I could have put them in quotation quotes. I'm not a big Star Trek right. fan, but I, 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 I like the films and uh, I love Wrath of Khan. Brilliant. I thought there'd be more action based. Oh, what's the. Um, more oh, sorry. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to get a lot of Simpsons references in today. But isn't there one with the Star Trek and they're doing the movie? He says. He does the bit at the beginning where he said, "Hang on, pack. I'm going to get the pen. To I'm going to get the thing." What does he say? Captain's log. It's been. <laughs> it's been like uh, fifty years. We're still certain some. They're all really old. <laughs> and like Scotty can barely press the. Oh, right. oh I'll have to get it. I can't it's Fifteen what? Simpsons references this year. So you can't count one of them because it's related. But to what me. were they looking for? Give a shit. Were they looking for Spock or something? Yeah, but they find him in the film. Hey, is that all your? Uh, Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I watched Rambo 1. Thumbs up. I watched Rambo 2. Oh, my God. Not as good. I watched oh. Rambo 3. Thumbs oh, up. God, it's only 41 seconds long. Again. Oh, really? Rambo 2 is the best one. Universally the best one. Wow. Let me, let me check it. Let me check it. got right around. First one was good. The second one was... Third one is dog shit. Well, I haven't seen any of them. I can't comment. No, the third, third one he's first, fighting Russians. No, the first two are the best ones, and the third one, the third one's in the desert, isn't it? Yes. In Afghanistan. Is it Russians he's fighting in the third one? I can't Russians in the yeah in Afghanistan is fighting. Right, go on, Empire. Any okay. thumbs up, thumbs down. Well, no, I, just... I don't give a fuck about this Simpsons reference. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. I'll play it one time and then I'll get on. Captain's log. Batman the Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? Yes, yeah, good. Based on the famous comic. It's very good. It's very good. Um, I even it even had two bonus episodes from the vault on my Blu-ray disc oh, from right. the Batman animated series, mm. which I used to watch which as a kid. Is very good. Which is just as good mm-hmm. as when I watched it as a kid. All oh, right. I watched Christmas with the Joker, and the other one was uh, I can't remember what the other one was, but it's it's so it's a bit of nostalgia, but it still really holds up. And then I watched um, Ghost in a Shell. But the 1995 movie, okay. animated one, that is a hell of a lot better than the 2015 movie I, was gonna say, I it watched. Yeah. <laughs> the music was really good. The animation was really cool. And it was like, I could understand it more, but I think it's because the other one, I had to watch the TV series beforehand. Yeah. And it literally made no sense. And it, I've watched parts of the new Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson in. Hmm. And I can notice some of the bits they copied from the 1995. Like the bit where she jumps down the skyscraper and she's looking up and going invisible apparently that's a really iconic thing in the original mm-hmm. but I was introduced to it from the crappy Scarlett Johansson version 
Um, but that, no, it's thumbs up. I'll definitely watch it again. But it didn't have any of the bonus stuff that it said on the back of the box. Oh. I was like, it has bonus this and that. And I went on and watched it, it didn't have any of it. Because I've never dissed I was, like, I was like, man, I like all this bonus stuff. I know. You and know, I will yeah. get on to Reservoir Dogs, don't worry about that. I feel alright. I've got a lot, oh, well, I've got Batman and Harley Quinn to watch next. Okay. I've got a whole list of films. Are they animated? Yeah, they're really good. I'll lend them to you. Okay. Yeah, cheers, Yeah, fuck you, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, if you agree to go to cinema, I'll do it. I'll go to the cinema, I haven't got a problem. It's finding the time. Jesus! There's loads of time. Right, we can do it now. Yeah. Okay, let's go. We'll just, skip. We'll we'll just, we'll just pause it now. Okay. <laughs> later. Well, I watched the first <laughs> season of Netflix's Lost in Space. Oh, the movie's so bad. The series is brilliant. Is it? A lot better than the film. Really good. There's two series on the Oh, no, do you like the film? I don't know what you're on I think, I'm sure that they've confirmed the third series, because the second one only got released just before Christmas. Okay. What's so, it about? I don't understand what Lost in oh, Space is Oh, it's a family, about. and they... Well, in, 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 in Crusoe, sort of. Well, they're called the Robinsons, yeah. And then the the, the TV series, they're travelling on a space station to, like, a new planet. And then the, the space station gets attacked, and all the ships exit the space station. All the smaller ships, mm. and some of them crash on this planet, and they're trying to get off the planet back up to the the big. Mm. Um, Is it a bit like station. Um, space space station to continue onto the planet? But then at the end of the series, I, oh, it builds and builds. And the second series, I've just started watching that. I'm Is really, it a bit like Alien Covenant? They they've gone to colonizations. No, they're already heading to somewhere which is colonised. Oh, okay. So and then, and then on the way, they sort of get separated from the. She's Stargate. Thumbs up. Yeah. Thumbs up. And yeah. I also watched. I watched Spectre again because I love James Bond. What, what, what mood were you in to watch that one? What mood were you in to watch that one? Um, Spectre. You had oh. different moods. What mood did you have to be I in? That to was watch very good. That? I watched it. I didn't think it was very good. No, I like it. There's nothing wrong with it. It was. It was pretty mediocre. Pretty well. I'm good. Fucking Skyfall. Drop. That's a, step down. That's a major man. The world Chris. is not enough. Chris. No, the world is not enough. <laughs> the world is not enough is fine. <laughs> Dying of a day is dog shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, you get a ma- I'm not a massive James Bond fan. Do you want a major man? Yeah, yeah, no. I'm, it's not I'm, fair. I'm thinking of getting... Come on. It's not, it's not in the rules, is it? It's, it's not breaking the rules. I didn't say it was right. rubbish. I just said. Everyone likes certain films. We're very accepting in this community, aren't we? About certain films, though. Right. name the film. More Kombat. No. I played the third one. A recent film. I've shown Good. my... Uh, it's tasteful. What? It's I can't say it. Don't say it. I can't remember. Huh? Twilight. Twilight. Mm. Have you actually watched it, though? No, I haven't. But I haven't said it's rubbish, either. I just said yeah, I don't want to watch pre- it. I think you've got a preconception about it. Yeah, yeah. it's a young adult movie for the young teens. You what? Well, it is. Yeah. It is. It's a it young is. adult novel. I thought you meant... I thought you meant... Um, it's for teenagers. I thought you were talking about yes. some house then. No, no, no. I went cool. the wrong way. It's, what it's, the, the film is for well, I missed the demographic when it came out. I was like, older. Like, yeah, I never said it was rubbish. I've never seen you it. You might enjoy it. I might enjoy it. I'll, I'll look on. You're going to have to watch it. Yeah, I know. And I'm coming and I'll open my mind to it. Yeah. I never, never... I'm always welcome to... I'm always happy to watch new films. So. Right, let's do Parker's Oscar game. We do it every year. Parker picks a few Oscar um, awards... And then we have to predict who we think is going to win. We have to predict. So Parker, are we are we getting are we giving points for this game? Yeah, out of seven. No, I do. I Means I'm going to lose. So there's no, no points. I won't lose. No point. Well, you did do the after screws, so you're not got a great <laughs> chance of winning. 
Okay, so best picture was surprisingly. So I put Joker. What did you put, Chris? Joker. I couldn't see this one coming. What did Parasite, you put, apparently? 1917. Yeah. I thought it was a shooting. Yeah, Parasite one. Yeah. So we've all got that one wrong. Um, best director, again. Surprising one. What did you I put, put Sam Mendes. Mine looks like Food Phillips. I think it's Todd Phillips, is it? Todd and T's at the same. Food Phillips. <laughs> no, again, it was uh, Bong Joon-ho. We directed Parasite. Parasite. Right. Where did this come? And then no, the best actor, which I think we all got right. Who'd you put, Chris? Uh, Joe Quinn Phoenix. His <laughs> <laughs> name sounds like the Joker. This is the Joker. Joe Quinn Phoenix. <laughs> how do you actually say his name? Uh, Joe Quinn. Joe, 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 Joe Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix Joaquin Joaquin yeah or Joaquin we all got Spanish, that isn't it yes we all got that Mr Phoenix to you Mr Phoenix uh, um, what's next Seth Parker best actress yeah I'll put Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story okay. Charlie's Theron Theron Angels Charlie's Theron well I said Renny Zellweger and that was the winner okay um Best original music score? Uh, I'll put Joker. Joker? Joker, because it was actually really good and it won. Deservedly. Uh, visual effects? I'll put Endgame. Endgame. Endgame, never, they never win. Um, you put Endgame, didn't you? Looks like it deserved it. But then again, it always goes for like. Oh, ridiculous. 1917. They never get their due, do they? Comic books. Even like when mm. they should win. The amount of work that went into that film. How it wasn't up for best film as well? Well, I can't understand why it wasn't up for best film. Why not? Black Panther was up yeah, last year. Look, Oscars is poly- poly- political, mm. severely. And that's why I get annoyed sometimes with who wins and who doesn't. It's basically political. It is. It's not based on true achievements, I don't think. No. But yeah, that's controversial, but I think it's true to a certain extent. Um, best animated feature? Uh, I put Claws. Tammy Dragon. Mm. I put Missing Link. But it's Toy Story 4. Yeah, Toy Story 4 one. Which, deservedly, is a good film. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. So what did you get out of seven? Uh, so Parker, you got three, and me and Chris got two each. What's so who won last year? You won your own game. Fix. Oh, how, it's fix. a fix. <laughs> fix. It's not fix. I didn't cheat. Right, let's crack on with the elevator because it's a fucking long film. So, yeah. don't go yeah. word by word. No. So, let's just start out. We've got like young Howard, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. And let's first of all say that this is our first, somehow, our first Leonardo DiCaprio film. Hmm. And we're eight seasons in. Is he really the first Leo? Can you believe mm-hmm. it? Mm, gosh, we just dodged him like he dodges the. Could have put him for your animal attacks. He's not in Free Willy. Two. He's in one of them, isn't he? Is he really? I don't think so. Oh. Don't know. No. <laughs> but, um... We like Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm not sure, is it? He's in Leprechaun's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, yeah. He's in Leprechaun's 5. Isn't he or something? Is he playing Leprechaun? Yeah. There's Leprechaun's. Yeah, I think he's in Leprechaun's um, 5. I was thinking, <clears throat> I might do Leonardo DiCaprio season in the future, but then I thought, well, this is pretty much Leonardo DiCaprio season anyway. Yeah. But there's a lot of films that... No, you still could. You still could do one. I think I might, you know. You should do. He never does a bad film. No, he doesn't. Well, there's some that aren't great, like um, Body Body of Lies. Body of Lies. alright. It's not too bad. And Russell Crowe in it. Yeah, not too bad. Titanic. the cinema. Blood Diamond. Oh, he's good in Blood Diamond. They're all good ones, though, aren't they? Yeah. Titanic. He's good. Titanic 2. 
In Titanic 2? Not in Titanic It's in yeah. Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. So, <laughs> in the Simpsons oh, no. all, don't get me started. We're all <laughs> I mean, we could have done The Revenant. Yeah. <laughs> for our thingy, but we've said why we didn't do that. That was a good so, one. I like that one. But we did like The Edge. So, um, so we've got Young Howard, Hollywood in the 1920s. He's directing a film. Um, Dietrich is like his second in command. Hmm. We meet him. Father figure. It's like a fart figure. Is he? What they said when I was watching the extras. What, what? Isn't Dietrich John C. Riley? Yeah, it came out of the. Well, his mouth. That's what DiCaprio said. Like a father figure. Yeah, like, I don't think it may be He's like his PA. Yeah, I think he listens to him though, and he's. I don't think he came across that way. Perhaps. I do like him, isn't it? Though he's good in it. Yeah, no, he's good. Yeah. Apparently, um, in the film, he wouldn't stop calling. Um, and he did a film before with uh, Scorsese. Kings of New York. Yep, and he wouldn't stop calling him Mr. Scorsese. And by the end of this film, he was calling him Marty because Marty, Marty was just getting so annoyed that he kept calling Mr. him. Mr. Scorsese. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it was disrespectful that he eventually started calling him Marty. So they're financing their own film. Well, he is. Well, he is. I think they about the actual evidence. Called Hell's Angels. Yeah. And yeah. this is in year one of Hell's yeah. Angels. Um, have you ever watched Hell's Angels? No, no, no but no. I saw. A bit before my time. I saw um, a thing called YouTube. Yeah, but am I really going to watch a movie from 1929? Why not? I've never heard of it until this movie. I saw on YouTube, like you said, yeah. a comparison of The Aviator to what actually happened in real life. Oh, really? And it was really close, what they'd done, except the flight in the sky, there was a lot less planes. A lot okay. less planes. But the whole later on in the court case bit... It's yeah. really like near enough word for word. Like that's what they said. It was verbatim. It was really good. Like right. surprising. They studied that. That was the only like footage of Howard Hughes mm. talking. It was good uh, about other other stuff apart from planes. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, cool. So we we go to Coconut Grove. He's trying to get some cameras. So he's trying to blag it. You know he he. No one can film the film he wants the way he wants to film it. Mm. He's got loads of cameras, he wants more cameras. Yeah. And these guys just sort of half it. That's funny. Yeah, I think it's because they, they've got so many cameras and you're like, you got more cameras? Really? Like 24 or something. Yeah, like, you want another more? And yeah. they go, like, how, how is he going to run out of. You know, they literally go, like, he's going to run out of money. Yeah. And Because um, he made all his money from oil, didn't he? And making. His father made a drill bit. Yeah. And, and drill pieces yeah. so he had a lot of money when his mother and father died when he was a teenager left it to him um, he didn't have to do any of what he did because he already had the money he wanted to do because he wanted to break records so we meet Johnny who's his press agent um, and then he's got this girl with him called Thelma mm-hmm. and we get this weird creepy sort of touch you with my fingers moment <laughs> what was this? Where he's like flirting, that, that girl comes oh, yeah, over, yeah. and he's like, and he starts flirting really like creepily with her. How yeah. he does, and he's like, t- he's like touching her, and he, he's only just met her. But he's a Lomario, isn't he? He's a bit weird. To Casanova of his age. Is it, yeah, is it because he, he's got power and wealth? She feels she has to succumb to him. Mm. She looks like Cleopatra. Yeah. What do you think? I can't remember what she's now, to be honest. Well, from Mummy. What? Bloody Elbrus, you've not seen The Mummy? I've seen them, of course I've seen The Mummy. The woman in that. 
It's not. It's an axe in the moon. Huh? It's yeah, an axe in the moon. An axe in the moon. Yes. And then we see a little bit of his Don't sort of his um, Howard's sort of recklessness in a way. Mm-hmm. Because they're like they're talking about how to make one of the planes go faster, so they're like he's like, I oh, just take the top wings off. <laughs> yeah. And it's like how do you know that's gonna fly though? And he's like, oh, just take them off. Just, he says they do it in another country, don't they? Yeah, they, that's just, they like, do it and just like, take them off. Work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the biplanes, yeah. And I love this bit. They hire the meteorologist, Professor Fritz. Yeah, the hybrid meteorologist. Played by Ian Holm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who's Ian Holm, Chris? He's um gone home. I don't know. He's gone home. In Ulm. Gone yeah. home. Who does he play? Yeah. Oh, he plays meteorologist. Huh? Yeah, in other films. Who does he play? I just want to see if he gets it. I can't yeah. remember which one he is now. Yeah. Is he in Harry Potter? He's no. the little bloke who's told to go and find the clouds. Yeah. This is what I get. Howard Hughes comes in and he goes, go and find some clouds. Yeah. yeah. But who is he, Chris? Why what mean? other film has he been in? I can't remember what he looks How? like. No, but when you see him, surely. No, no, Chris. Chris. I forget what people look like. No, no. Don't give her faces. No, but when you watched it, surely. Face blind, I think. No, No, but surely surely when he watched it, he goes, Oh, it's him from that. I remember. I watched it a few weeks ago. Chris is terrible with faces. Yeah, I am. I can't believe it. Really? Mm. He looks a bit different in the film you're talking about. He doesn't. He does. He's got a different hairstyle. He's got glasses on. Oh, he's not. Four foot tall. Just put Ian Holm in, Chris. Oh, is it his name? Ian Holm. This is why Chris couldn't search for nominations for us. Yeah, I know. For someone who fixes computers, he can't use Google. Oh. <laughs> no, I just lost his interest in him. Like, oh. Yeah, but you don't have to try very hard to find them. Oh, Lee Bilbo. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get you to That's say. Bilbo. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> he didn't recognise him. So Hell's, we're moving to Hell's Angels yeah. year two. Um, and they find some clouds. Yes, in six and, uh, months, how's there no clouds? I know. And mm-hmm. they see we see Howard filming in the sky. Like he's up in the plane yeah. filming. He's loving it. Isn't it's it? meant to where we did that. Yeah. I can't believe someone would do that. Crazy. And then they wrap the film in and he decides they're going to film it all again <laughs> with sound. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's always funny. They actually have to film the whole thing. Yeah. They had to do it all again. The whole. I don't film. think back then you could edit after filming like you can. Because then they say they got they go back. They have all the footage in the one room. They are, and they're going back through it all. Yeah. I feel, it sounds like they were editing it though. Like why are they going back through it for? Why not they just? They were editing it. Had to. They were editing the film then. Yeah. And then then he says we're going to film it again. Oh the heck. Um. That's why it costs so much money to make. So we then go into year three of Hell's Angels, and um, so Dietrich's telling him he's trying to get more money. But they're losing twenty five thousand a day, and he tells Howard to close it down. So Howard tells Dietrich to mortgage his existing company to get more cash, and we start to see that he's very sort of OCD about things. Yeah, you know, he's like he doesn't like the cookies. Yeah, and he doesn't like the cookies. What's what's he saying? He wants certain cookies, doesn't he? All the steak he has to cut. He has to have yeah, all these things start of creeping and in. As soon as Errol Flynn. Who Deloitte's playing takes a pee can't mm. eat it because it's basically not right yeah he has to cut it up correctly I think he did a, a, like an obvious um, not an obvious like they deliberately tried to show you signs of his OCT to come oh yeah, yeah. like in like, this small little 
doses, like which touching the jacket and the dinner. Yeah, which is why I've just. He portrayed it really well, though, because he can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's such a good actor in this film, isn't he? He is. He's really good. So, Hell's Angels is released. It's a madness. Hell's Angels is released. It costs four million pounds. Uh, he gets a little stressed at the premiere, all the light and the sound. We've got a little bit of. A bit of all. Autism coming in, do you yeah, think? Perhaps. What was happening? Oh, so you, you get a bit the big crowds and the lights and the sound at the premiere yeah. as he's going down the red carpet. He gets a bit overwhelmed with it all. Yeah, oh, I, think, I, think it's, it, yeah. I don't think it's autism. I think it's the flashing of the lights. To be honest, I think that would happen for anyone. Could do. Yeah, but I think he just doesn't like all the attention because he's not really. Don't you think you like? I don't. I thought you liked the attention. No, no I don't think he like likes that it. Sort of he's no. got a passion for aviation. Not really, uh, but we start to see now as well the deafness, yeah, creeping in as well because that man, that man's interviewing him and he's like, hmm? oh, it yeah. could be because of all the lights mm-hmm. as well, because all, all the well, distractions no, yes, going on. It's clearly the deafness, I think it's because of the all the engineering he's done, yeah, it? it is the deafness because later on he goes deaf, yeah, but and, and, and again, like the like the OCD thing early on, he doesn't go completely deaf later on, no, no, no but no. he's very deaf, yeah, but not completely deaf. Um, just to talk right by the door. a little horn or a trumpet. Urinate. But the film is a success. It is. Still lost money though, didn't it? I don't know. It made, it was cost five million, it made 4.85 or something. He put his own money into it, didn't he? Yeah. So then Howard meets Catherine Hepburn. Uh, he takes her to golf and she's a little bit of a motor mouth. She's got a very uh, strange accent. Like how apparently, she's quite unique the way she spoke. Yeah. How would you get a word in? You've talked a lot, yeah. <laughs> she does go a lot. Mm. On that golf course, even I was sitting there going, whoa. But, but, I've never seen a film with Catherine Hepburn, have you? No. She's in other but, films, actually, Catherine Hepburn. Um, sounds familiar. Catherine Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Maybe. She died in 2003. She died on the same day that Kate Blanchett first walked on set. She saw a newspaper clipping of... Really? Catherine Hepburn, yeah. It's got it, it's got it here. On mental floss, this is gonna be an invaluable tool for me throughout this entire season. <laughs> mental floss. Uh, here it is. Um so at Martin Scorsese's request, um Kate Blanchett watched the first fifteen movies that Catherine Hepburn was in. Um she took she read a memoir, she watched a nineteen seventy three interview, she took golf and tennis lessons and took cold baths like Hepburn did. And on the same day she walked in set, she passed away. She looked at the paper thinking, isn't that odd? Catherine Hepburn's on the cover. And she died. She died that day. Mm. But you can see why she won the uh, Best Supporting Actress. Also. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Really good. Um, so... Jack Fryer. We meet him. And Howard tells him about the future. Flying above the weather. He wants to get the masses to fly, and Howard wants to buy TWA, which is an airline. Um, he tells Fryer to call Dietrich to start the process. Um, and then at dinner with Hepburn, Johnny introduces Errol Flynn. This was the bit you were saying about. He's such, he seemed like such an annoying person. Yeah, and he's annoyed as well because Errol Flynn steals his pen as well. Things yeah. like that. Just he's he just seemed the complete opposite character. Yeah. So he leaves, and then Errol Flynn starts to fight. Yeah. He just punches them, doesn't he? Yeah, he just... Obviously. So he takes Hepburn uh, for a flight. And he, again, we've got the 
got the cellophane on the steering wheel. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then anyone who touches the cellophane, then though, would then pass the contaminated. I suppose he takes it off there, doesn't he? When he puts a bit of something with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Better for wearing gloves. I'm just thinking he kind of sort of avoided all germs, but his ICD wasn't that bad. Well, it was still bad, but it wasn't. Yeah. And they go back to his, and we have a little bit of sexy time. Um, and then Howard checks out uh, the plane. What plane am I on about? There's so many planes in this film. The H something. Go on, Matthew. You, I can't remember now, but he's happy about it. Yeah. Oh, he's having more of that. September 1935. Aviation speed test. He wants to set the record. Yeah. When that needle falls off, when they're when they're flying, <laughs> you know mm. something's going to go wrong. Yeah. You know it's. You know go something's going to go wrong. Yeah. And he crashes. Well, he lands. He said he didn't mm. want. He didn't want to. He wanted to land with it. He didn't want to bail out. Because you know, you're getting that record, you want to stay in and land it, don't you? Well, I suppose. I suppose so, yeah. yeah. He did retractable wheels as well. He found out that retracting the wheels would reduce the... Um, drag. Drag, yeah. Mm. Make it go quicker. Apparently that was quite... Big thing. Important back then, yeah. Yeah. But he sets the record. Yeah. 352 kilometres or miles an hour. I think yeah. it's kilometres. miles. Miles an hour, isn't it? Surely it's not. Yeah. No. It is miles an hour, isn't it? What's long? No, mile, no, miles is shorter. I would think it's probably miles. No, it would be shorter, I suppose. Um, oh. Not a good distance. No, you need more kilometres to get the same miles per hour. Yes. Yeah. So, we now see that he's living with Catherine Hepburn as well. Um, Surely is. And Catherine tells him about the press intrusion. Uh, the press was at her brother's funeral. You were the same, you and I. He has this like way. You were the same, you and I. He's got that weird way of speaking. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. she does I have a do very accent, weird speech pattern. I can do the same pattern. It's a bit um, flamboyant. Yes. So Howard confides in her also about all his insecurities. Um, because I talk about the press because he's getting famous and the yeah. press are getting. He said they don't. They're everywhere. They're not like us. No, they're like vultures, aren't they? Yeah, they're quite. Apparently, they were quite similar characters, weren't they? Mm. Well, they'd never stay together because they were too strong-willed. Yeah. Oh, you can definitely tell they're yeah. very strong-willed, yeah. Um, he, I can't remember. Does he fly around the world in four days? He, no, he, he wants to. He, he wants to fly around the world in four days. Yeah. He, sa- he says that that's one of his dreams or something. Yeah, doesn't he do it by a certain amount? I can't remember. He doesn't do it around the world. He goes from... Los Angeles to New York, doesn't he? And then New York to Paris, and then Paris to London, and London to Alaska. Doesn't he do something like that? He doesn't do. That's not around that. That's, that's no, he doesn't do around the world. Back. He does like a thing. He was the one that pioneered the, the, the Los Angeles to New York route. That's transcontinental it, yeah. or something. No, and transcontinental. Then, then we meet Juan Trip. Yeah. I thought. Alec Baldwin. How was Alec, Alec Baldwin playing a guy called Juan? Now I looked at the real Juan, and it is. It American yeah, it kind of yeah. looks like it. Why is it? Um, we like Alec Baldwin, don't we? We do. Alec Baldwin. Big fan of Alec. Alec Baldwin. That's all I think. Can I hear that name? Alec Baldwin. Thing is, he's what, mm. like we said when we did the Edge. He's very. Like, he's never bad, is he? Yeah. Seedy. Yeah, he's never a bad 
No, I mean, he never puts in a bad performance. Oh, well, I think he's a always, bad guy. He always does a, a good performance. He's not a bad guy in this film, he's just a no. Oh, wait, he kind of is. He kind of is bad. He's not as bad as Senator Brewster, but. Um, is he, I think Senator Brewster should know better. I think he's a bit of a bad guy now because he wants to. Take it's your, business though it is business but he plays hardball business he's, he's, he's going to take him down you know he's a small fry to business ain't personal but, though huh business ain't personal he no. takes it personal yeah of course he would <laughs> he tries to take him down and yeah him. take him down a peg or two but isn't doesn't in last way he tries to do it all cunning and conniving against the law isn't it like, yeah he gets the centre on his stuff. side well no he's trying to do it by the law but by what's that paying off talking about? people the commercial airline bill Hmm. Yeah, that when put in when it was passed, if it was passed by the Senate or something, it would give a monopoly yeah. for um, yeah. Pan Am Bloody to yeah. take that route. So, so he's not doing it illegally. America to Paris or something. Yeah, he's, he's doing it illegally in an illegal way. Yeah. No, he's not. Because he's getting out senator. Is no senator's the elite is the worst one of the lot. Yeah, because he's actually he, doing he's, it. He's 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 got the power Trip. to. Trip is not doing anything illegal. I don't think he's just saying. Past this bill, yeah, but he's doing and maybe it. paying he's him paid. off a little bit. Yeah, yeah paying yeah. him a little bit. He's That's not illegal, actually though. breaking the law. The 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 senator is for doing it. Yeah, but he's being paid though. He's bribing a senator. In itself, is illegal. You can't bribe senators just to. Just got a point. Fix yeah, he's got a point. Yeah, yeah. I like the bit where like Leonardo's like, you can't. How can they monopolise this do, route? Do you think it's so? Shouldn't have shouldn't control the skies or something. Do you think it's so funny that um, Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh no! It's what is he not Leonardo. Is he? Isn't Catch Me If You Can? Isn't he Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio? And then he works for Pan Am in Catch Me If You Can. In this film, he's fighting against Pan Am. But does he work for Pan Am though? Not really. Yeah. I know what you mean though. It's cool. Though. He's on the plane a lot. He's, he's in the jumps. I can't remember Catch Me If You Can was before this film, and it is though. Yeah, and so, I can't remember who it was directed by. No, it was Steven Spielberg. Uh, it's Steven Spielberg. Two thousand two. I think it's before. Yeah, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. Before, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, that is a good point. Um, I watched that film recently as well. I love that film, funny. Yeah, that's a good film. Um, So, yeah, Trip is the president of Pan Am, uh, and Howard then buys control of TWA. And Ham wants. uh, Ham? Juan? uh, Wants to learn a bit more about Howard. What's going on, Ham? Trip. Trip through Ham. So, there's a premiere of. Some film. Hell's Angels, maybe? No, another film. And he meets Ava Gardner. Outlaw. Played by... The Outlaw? Yes, I think it is The Outlaw. Yeah. Uh, you like Ava Gardner, don't you, Chris? You like Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. I was like, she's got such a small part in this film. I know. I thought it because she's not coming... She's a new actress, maybe. Ava Gardner. She's been around a bit. She's she got a small part in it? Anyway, it's what, Kate Beckinsale? She's been around a while. But she's got a small part. Yeah, Kate Beckinsale's not like a major... Like one of the biggest actors. I think she's brilliant. I like yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, she's nice. She's not the shit film, is it? Chris? Nice, nice looking girl. Pearl Harbor, Underworld. Yeah, Underworld 2. two. <laughs> she definitely put off the part of Ava Gardner. Apparently Ava Gardner was the most beautiful <laughs> woman in the room. Or something. I'm not saying she doesn't look good. Yeah. She doesn't have as much to do as Kate Barnes' character. No. So Ava Gardner was only in a small section of uh, how he's like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the bit when he's in the toilet and he won't give the disabled man the, the, oh, uh, that's horrible I, I can't do uh, that that's what he says yeah. oh, he won't give him the towel oh, I can't do that I watched him like analysis of that thing and I was like they did it from the point of view of him looking at the towel and the towel looking back at him 
like it was controlling him. Mm. Sort of like he couldn't do he's not even help a disabled man. Mm. And he has to wait. Or is it late in the film he has to wait for the door to open? Right? Yeah, after that yeah. he couldn't go out the room. Yeah, that's like you know he's he really waits. getting worse now. So we go to the Hepburn estate uh, and for some reason her ex uh, Catherine Hanks Hepburn's ex husband is there, weirdly. What? Who's her ex husband? That guy. Ex boyfriend or ex husband is is at the family home. Oh. They go around for dinner. A weird family. Them. What a very weird family. It is weird. Very weird. I would not like to be. I was really annoyed by them. I was like, why would you get dickheads? <laughs> what? Because they were horrible. They were horrible. <laughs> Snobby, snobby people. And like he was talking about like his aviation. Yeah. And they just cut him off. They do, and they? he had enough by the end. He was like, no, wait, I'm, I'm, I thought it was one of the best scenes. He's like, I'm, I'm talking here. And he's struggling, with, he's struggling with his hearing as well. So it, all, it frustrates him even more. Yeah. He said, I'm going to go and sort out my aviation something. He just goes along with what they say. Yeah. Like he, he demeans it sort yeah. of thing as a joke. I mean, he like, tells them interesting things. He's designing a spy yeah, plane. You about? think that they would like yes. to know more? Well, I thought as soon as he you? started talking, I thought they were going to listen to him, but then they just cut him off. No, uh, he's a different person, apparently, with them. He snaps at them and he goes, um, you don't care about money because they've always had it. Yeah, what? that's really good. Yeah. Um, so he tells his engineer buddy, what's his name? Is it Otis? OT. Is it OT? Yes. Yeah. He tells uh, him he wants to make a plane to carry troops, jeeps, everything and he wants to call it the Hercules mm. um, to avoid the, the American U-boat and for some they reason bomb the fuck out of the boats on the sea I don't know why I've written this down what have you written down I've written this he wants to make a plane to carry troops jeeps everything calling it the Hercules yeah smooth titties struggling smooth. everything what what <laughs> I've got smooth titties juggling everything you should your mind just um, the big old titties that's what I'm huh. doing, isn't it? Oh, does he say something similar to that I can't remember what he yeah, says yeah I think he says something like that talk about the, big, yeah. the behind the, um, earlier on when they're preparing Jane Russell's image no. the outlaw do you mind not just wonder at this bit you just start writing what you thought <laughs> I don't know when he's smoothing out the rivets was anything like that <laughs> I just knew that there is. I think it's when he says that he wants it to be. He wants it to be smooth. I thought that was on the other plane. The one I can't that speed the speed record. Anyway, the censorship meeting for the outlaw. Ah, the censorship it's meeting for the outlaw straight after. Yeah. So he's denied <laughs> an approval, and he. I love this bit when he got all the pictures of all the women. <laughs> it's a oh, desperation. The hair, isn't I know. Um, As it happens. <laughs> He Should shows all the all the pictures of the women. Then Professor Fritz comes in, pretending to be a doctor and explaining the amount of cleavage on the <laughs> show. It's fine. Yeah, um, he wasn't a real person, that guy. He was made for the film. Who Fritz? Yeah. Hmm. So who really explained it all then? Was it? It didn't happen. Like, well, well, it, what, did what happen. didn't happen. it did happen. It did happen. I don't know. I don't think nobody did that. I don't know. Um, so we're at the Hercules like expo thing. <clears throat> and they're showing it to the air corps. And Catherine's angry at reports of Howard uh, being out with the women. Uh, or is it sort of? Do you think it's that, or is it all the publicity he's getting? He's, well, he he, said he's it, getting a lot of publicity now. But that's what he, that the argument was. Yeah, he said, "Oh, you don't like all the publicity I'm getting." Yeah, which do you think it was? Though? 
Do you think it was the publicity or do you think it was the other women? It's the other women, I think. What was happening? Sorry. So she's annoyed. Mm-hmm. Oh, for the girls. But is yeah. it is it is it the fact he's giving me a picture of all these girls or is it the pu- more publicity he's getting? Which do you think she's more angry about? Probably. I think it's both because she likes publicity. Yeah, I think it's a bit of both. Yeah, probably. It's a good point both ways. Um. So. Catherine starts to become a bit more distant to him yeah. after this. I love this shit. So he shows Friar the, um, the spy plane, uh, and he shows Howard a model, a prototype of the cross country plane, and Howard is annoyed at the dirt on the guy's suit. That guy comes in, he's got oh, dirt yeah. on his suit, I'm and he's annoyed yeah. about it. The guy Data from Star Trek. Is it him? Yeah. Oh, uh, what? Uh, what's his name? I don't think I've tapped it one yet. Then spikes, mm. Spiker, mm. Brad Spiner, yeah, Brent Spiner, Brent Spiner. Hey, we got there. We got there in the end. Yes. Um, you know Brent Spiner? I'm not sure yet. Data. You know Star Trek, aren't you, Rich? No, my friend just started watching them. You don't know who Data is. Just not one. No. Uh, is he in the original films? He's in Independence Day as well. He's in the Final Frontier. I'm sure. I'm sure he's in that one. Data from Star Trek. While Chris is looking. No, he's actually he didn't come up yet. Okay. He didn't come up yet. Oh, it's only the first five. Oh, okay, fair enough. I want to say a fact about the film. He was new generation, wasn't it? Next generation. Yeah. Star Trek. Next generation. generation. Yeah. Did you notice in the, the beginning of the film where now on that golf course how the colours were off? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, yeah. it said um, Scorsese decided he wanted the Technicolor two strip um, red and blue green look for the first acts, which explains why it looks so weird. Which took place up to 1936, and then to approximate as much as possible the colour film technology made during that time. That was up to 1936, sorry, I said that staggered. And then the bright cyan, magenta, yellow, free strip Technicolor look in the scenes portraying the 40s and 50s. So you, mm. And it does like like you were looking at the planes. I saw a side by side of the. Um, what's that club called? Did you see it in several. The Coconut Grove. Yeah, it showed you two side by sides of him, one earlier in the film. When he's with that, does that weird thing that girl. Another one, he's meeting up with um. Uh, what was Jack Alec Baldwin's character? Trip. Yeah, when he was meeting up with him, and he was saying, and they were, they were like going one up, like we can do this, and he gave yeah. away his whole plan for the. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. there's distinct color differences. Differences. Yeah, I didn't mm. notice it. I think that's quite good. He'd done that. Yeah, it's cool. Mm. A lot of work went into the film. I think it okay. took eight years to make or something. Really? And then um, Christopher Nolan was going to make a version of it. All right. Um, that was based on other material, and that was 2012. I think I heard about that at the time. I was like, "Why is he going to do one that's already?" It wasn't like school says he's done a film. Yeah, you're not going to beat it. So why even try? But then he scrapped the. But is that the idea. his film? Is that filming and then a lot of that is? I think just it's editing. just um, um, preparing to preparing to make to it. Yeah. I think it was Gangs of New York. He, twenty years, he was trying to get that sorted out. 20 years. Oh, yeah, he really wanted to do it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, 20 years, something like that. Bloody yeah. hell. Um, anyway, so Howard's annoyed at the dirt on the guy's suit, and he says he will buy the planes himself because TWA is broke. This is for the... Is it that for the transcontinental? I think so. Transcontinental? He's you fucking listen. So I was just looking at... Yeah. Stephen Spielberg wanted to make shit. a person as well. Looking at shit. Yeah. Looking at shit. In 1990... It was after Insomnia. Have you seen Insomnia by Christopher Nolan? Yes. Yeah, after that he was going to... And Jim Carrey was going to portray Hughes. 
before Scorsese got invited. And then he was going to do his version in 2012 anyway, but that never went. Jim Carrey's Howard Hughes. He could do the crazy bit. Howard Hughes was a bit lanky. Yeah, I saw. I looked at pictures afterwards of him. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Dietrich's angry because of all this expense. He's like, you, you, why are you buying a whole fleet of air, airplanes mm. for an airline that's broke? Yeah, it's right. got so much money. So Catherine mm. tells him that she's found someone else. Do you blame her? No. no. Um, and he doesn't handle this very well, so he burns all his clothes and then phones Dietrich. <laughs> then he phones... The music. Not that. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, that, that's what it sounded like. So then he phones Dietrich to get him new clothes. Mm. Um, Two suits. Then his dress sense goes downhill from now on. And he gets very paranoid from that one as well. Yeah, like, bugs. Yeah. Um, so Howard takes this 15-year-old girl out called Faith. And at the dinner with Friar... Fi- uh, That's the one I was talking about, the, the change. That was the scene. Yeah. Howard... Uh, Juan Tripp is there. Juan. 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 Uh, they talk Joe about Curry. planes and they're trying to yeah trying to one up each other and he tells yeah. Trip that he wants to cross the Atlantic with TWA Alec Baldwin's smooth in this scene yeah he's smooth so smooth I love Alec Baldwin and I thought yeah. something was going to happen he told his, his little girl toy to um, stop eating the ice cream oh yeah. he was there just for display sort of yeah uh, and Fire's angry uh, about giving Trip and Pan Am all of their strategy and Howard is furiously cleaning his hands in the in the toilet again and then he can't get out because of the door handles does so. he bleed make his hand bleed I don't think so does he yeah one of the scenes he's rubbing it so hard he cuts his hand I think you might be right yeah and he, you see blood on the tissue he does yes, yes he, he does. does I remember now um, so he tells Friar to sort out long distance flights because Pan Am doesn't own the sky. What I'm talking about. Um, so Howard meets with Roland Sweet and tells him to kill the story of Catherine's new romance. And to do it, Roland wants shares in TWA. So people, do you think people are now looking at him thinking he's so unhinged, he'll do anything for anything? Um, I don't think he, they think he's unhinged. I think they, they know what he's like. They like it for years. Getting worse, but yeah, they know that he's got so much money, he can splash it about, he can and make loads of risks. So Trip, now now here we meet the sneaky Senator Brewster. So Trip is talking to Brewster, trying to screw over Howard. Like you say, they're trying to pass that. Yeah. Um, Commercial airline bill. Yes, that's it. Which is a good idea, really, from them. Yeah. If they do do it, good business. It's not very good for Howard. Hell no, they'd be broke. They'd have mm. to do just, you know, smaller trips. One trip. One trip? Yeah. <laughs> one trip. Hey, well, why didn't he call Pan Am one trip? <laughs> why would he call it one trip? That's why would they want to go on one trip? Well, for all my flights. Oh, yeah. You can have one trip there, two in the airport. <laughs> one trip back. You have one trip there, <laughs> and you have one trip back. Yeah. My name is One Trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a. That's all good from Breaking Bad crap, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, then Howard and Ava Gardner uh, kiss. He buys her a necklace, but she says she's not for sale. 
and then Faith rams into his car. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. That's funny. Um, And Fry tells Howard that Pan Am are trying to monopolise international travel. He tells Fry to get the senators on side to stop it. Yeah. Exciting. One of those senators is Brewster. Ooh. Dirty bastard. Dirty bastard. (laughs) (laughs) So while looking at the big plane, I've written, because I couldn't remember which one it was, uh, he tells his engineer, Oti, to fire the cleaner. Because he's oh that was really disturbing. Why did he keep looking at him? Oh no! Is it because that's just because he kept looking at him? Yeah. Because he, he thought he was a spy because um, some of his stuff was getting leaked or he didn't like fire his whole room. Is it because he was just? No, he was dusting oh, up was all, the, the, all the dust particles. He wanted to, go to get into the air. brush. Yeah. He fired him. Oh, I think he didn't use him to use a mop then. Well, the best way to do it is to sprinkle water on it. Okay. Yeah. That's the best way to sweep up. Mops are really not small dust. It's to sprinkle water on it, and then uh, it doesn't. It doesn't it's, clean. It's not really into cleaning, though, is it? It's more into aviation. Ah, yes. What's yeah. the thing he keeps repeating? Like mm. I said earlier, he keeps repeating like "Bring me the bill, bring me the." Oh yeah, this is where he, bill, bill, bill. where he says, "Show me the blueprint." Blueprint. Yeah, blueprint. Show me the blueprint. Show me the Because he's losing it. His OCD is yeah. just out. He's been really bad for him. I thought yeah. really bad. You do, yeah. It's a bit sad at the end. Uh, and then he does that thing where he spells out quarantine. QP spells it wrong from when he's a kid. I probably spelled it wrong as well, you know. But you see, this is where I the OCD comes from. Yeah. Because right at the beginning, we see that spell. scene. We see that scene where his mum, boy, mum or his nurse or someone, yeah. is cleaning him, and he's like, yeah. like, she's like, you have to stay clean, or you'll go in quarantine, and all this sort of stuff. And it's like that's where the OCD comes from. Mum. Yeah. Apparently, his mum used to phone his school and tell summer camp and tell him not, tell him not to go near. Too close to children. Yeah, it's to, been drilled into him so much from when he was a kid about disease and cleanliness. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he's testing mm. the, the spy plane. This is pretty good when he crashes it in Beverly Hills. Seventy-five percent burns to his body. <laughs> Seriously <laughs> injured. You seen the way how much he's bleeding when he just like crashes? Yeah. Dying. And it's it's so it, bad, isn't it? His that face crash. at the end is like horrible. He carries on afterwards. And Dietrich. He's in bed. Yeah. Dietrich oh, carries on. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. carries on long afterwards. Dietrich is worried. Uh, he has a blood transfusion, and Dietrich says he won't be happy if he has the blood transfusion. Oh obviously. no, he wants someone else's oh, blood, would he? No. That does mean to me that's. I think I'd want that either, bro. Yeah. Well, well, if you're gonna die, death, which, you, which <laughs> would you have? You'd soon forget. Would you? You'd soon. Would forget. your body you inside? You see, you feel it inside. Mm. Would, you, would your body, though, after a while, dilute it so much it's no longer there, though? Well, you lose blood all the while. Are you constantly making blood? Nose bleeds. Yeah, as if you're making it, would you not then get rid of it and it'll... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll it poo it out. Just, yeah, it just goes... You're not going to poo it I out. I think if you're pooing you're out blood, blood. you've got to go to the doctor's, Parker. Blood in the stool. Um, <laughs> all weighing out. Oh, all good. All good. Uh, <laughs> oh, one trip. So in hospital, they tell Howard that um, the co- the air force has cancelled the contract. Yeah, no surprise there. No, didn't he look at them making orange juice as well? I'd like to see them doing it. They make orange juice. They cut up the orange. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, it's getting so bad it's now. Mm. Is it to turn sure it's fresh or it's sure it's cut right or cut right? Everything, everything, pretty much. So Howard's on crutches. He's struggling with his hearing, and Dietrich tells him that he's in trouble. Uh, does he want to be bankrupt by TWA 
or his big plane he's making. What's his big plane called? Barker? Spruce Goose. <laughs> Continue. Oh, this brings me on to a point. Yeah. Oh, I'm waiting for this. I'm just going to give you a serious mark. No, because don't do this. Oh, fuck off, Parker. <laughs> if this was the one episode you would, oh, I knew you would get, I mean, everywhere you do it anyway, but no, you no. were guaranteed. I was thinking, you've got 16. So I was thinking, far. I was thinking this season I could do a Simpsons, they've done a parody of every film, but I thought, they've definitely done one for Kate Fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they haven't done one for The Departers. And I'm going to have to look at other ones, but they've definitely, done, they've done, this is a good one. It's one of my favourite. Get in. <laughs> no, that's what I like. Get in. What's that? <laughs> you he know, says it in this, in this scene. Does he? It's pretty yeah. smooth. He's getting this. Oh yeah. And he goes, uh, "What? Get in." Let's <laughs> have a look. Hang on out. From the beginning. Sir, <laughs> you haven't slept since the casino opened five days ago. Yeah, I discovered the perfect business. People swarm in, empty their pockets, and scuttle off. Nothing can stop me now. Except microscopic germs. But we won't let that happen, will we, Smithers? Uh, no, sir. <laughs> They're all covered with filthy germs, aren't they, Smithers? Why, what do you mean, sir? Greenies is country! Smithers, I've designed a new plane. I call it the Spruce Moose, and it will carry 200 passengers from New York's Idlewild Airport to the Belgian Congo in 17 minutes. That's quite a nice model, sir. Lado. It does this sick. I'm going to skip to. Yeah, I like the end of it when he goes 105. Yeah. <laughs> Best bit is when he goes, get in. Yeah. Yeah. This is funny. Smithers, I don't want that unpredictable lunatic working in my casino. Fine, we'll transfer him to the nuclear plant, sir. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just put him in a nuclear plant. How I miss her. To hell with this! Get my razor, draw a bath, and get these Kleenex boxes off my feet! Certainly, sir. And, uh, the jars of urine? Oh, we'll hang on to those. Now, to the plant! <laughs> we'll take the spruce moose! Hop in! But, sir... <laughs> I said, hop in. Oh, this That's is not brilliant, right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Howard Hughes did all that, didn't he? He wore Kleenex boxes on his feet. And yeah. You wanted to see that. What? You'll give me a mark for that. that. You give me a mark for that, but you yeah. wanted to see that. So, uh, he says, get a loan against TWA. I've got another Simpsons clip to play at the end. Oh, great. Uh, not related at all. So, he's with Ava. Uh, and he's paranoid. Hop in. Get in. He, know, he wants to know where she is. He bugged her and all this sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Pretty creepy. Um, Isn't it? They argue. He hits her. He hits her back. Um, then, uh, how would he investigate? Yeah. Slaps him. Oh. And Howard is investigated by the by the FBI, sent by Brewster to ruin him. Yeah. Plain dirty. So in 1947, Brewster plants uh, fingerprints on a glass, uh, and Brewster, you know, when he goes to the meeting and he puts the finger, Brewster puts the fingerprints on the glass. Mm. Oh yeah. So that Howard won't drink. Oh from yeah. Him. yeah. Uh, Brewster believes that there's only room for one international airline and then at dinner uh, the meal is designed to annoy him but oh, yeah. about the meal just toying with him yeah. apparently the Caprio kept him waiting half an hour Alan Older yeah Alan Older didn't know if it was because just to get him riled up what? No, it wasn't actually apparently um, and in the filming of the the aviator 
apparently, well, DiCaprio, you know, started developing, well, not developing, but he started going through the same proceedings as an OCD person would. All right. Um, so when when he was on set, the production assistant would shout out, DiCaprio's on his way to the scene or something. Mm. Oh, no, he's not He's not coming yet. Apparently, he used to just, he, he was taking so long to get onto the scene. That's probably why Alan Alder was... The hell is so it? did he deliberately start doing these things to get in the character? Or yeah. yeah, yeah. In, in this, um, he was he was working with Dr. Jeffrey Swartz, who UCLA, a leading physician on obsessive compulsive disorder, and he was going through their procedures. He was consulting with people who had the illness because apparently um, Leonardo DiCaprio was so like involved in this film. He was mm. the one that brought the film to Scorsese to direct it. Oh, okay. It was Scorsese bringing in DiCaprio. Um, because I think he had other ideas of who would direct it, but I think he thought, oh, I'll take this to Scorsese. Mm. And apparently there was, um, the screenwriter John Logan wrote 15 drafts of this over five years. Um, and the original script was 225 pages and DiCaprio read each draft and talked with Logan about history and read Senate scripts, the Hughes trials. And then they all went um, through the script, page by page, including Scorsese. Was DiCaprio reading Hughes' parts and Logan reading all the others. So it took a long time for the film mm. to be done, and they were engrossed in it. He was especially the captain's. That's why we love Leo. Yeah, he does do this for each film. Yeah. I so know he has time though. So at the dinner, Brewster wants Howard to support his bill and sell TWA to Pan Am. And Brewster tells the press that the U.S. government will get Howard. They're determined to yeah. bring him down um, to justice. So he says. He he's obsessed with the big plane now. That's the thing he's focusing mm-hmm. on. Um, and he's losing control. Catherine wants to talk to him. Uh, thanks him for buying the pictures of her from the press. That was so, in the so, screening room. So yeah, he locks himself in the screening right. room. Um, and she, you know, he he still likes Catherine. That's why he said to that that guy mm-hmm. to bury these pictures. Don't let him see the light of day, sort of thing. And she thanks him for that. Yeah. I read that, that he's actually locked in that room for three years. Three years? Did three he come years. out? No. Locked himself in the right away in the room for three years. Oh, three oh, years. Three years, yeah. It's crazy. Do it weaning bottles for three room. years. And... Yes. Christ, it horrible. is, isn't it? I feel really bad. Bloody yeah. So Howard's pretty much gone really crazy. Well. He's pissing in bottles. Yeah. Um, in milk bottles. And Trip comes to talk to him. Juan Trip. Comes to trip, uh, trip to him, talk to him, uh, and Trip wants to. And he, 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 he wants to buy TWA. He's okay, like, "Come right. on, mate, just sell it to me now." Uh, and he blows like smoke through the keyhole just yeah. to rile him up. A Are you bit sure more. he does that on purpose? Yeah, I think so. Does that on purpose? Because he knows he's there listening. He knows how to get to him. Yeah, yeah. So he's blowing it through just to annoy. Said, "I know you're not going to sell." Yeah. So I'm not selling. And Trip says the taxpayers will be angry if the spruce goose won't fly and Howard says it will but Tripp lays it all out that he will fail and Tripp tells Dietrich that if Howard appears at the trials uh, you know in court uh, the public will remember him as a lunatic not for how he what he once was which to be fair is possible. kind of true. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work. I don't think he like, does, if, though. Like, like, if, if you... Like, if someone, before wrong. I watched this film, if you said to me, who was Howard Hughes, 
I'd go, oh, he's the plain guy that lost his mind. Yeah. That's how I that's would... That's how DiCaprio yeah. remembered him. He didn't yeah. know anything about him. He just knew he was one guy that went mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I would remember him. You forget about the person, don't you, when all this... Because it overshadows the yeah. achievements. Mm-hmm. So Howard leaves the room and Ava visits him. Um, he's using tissues to do everything and she lot helps him. Mm. She shaves him, etc. August 1947. Um, I drank a lot of wine by this point, and the writing as usual, is. Hey, look, I only drink. I drink two you bottles of wine a week. I have yeah, one on a Friday. Day, you mean? No, a week. I have one on a Friday, and I have one when I watch the podcast film. I'm not watching the podcast film this week because I'm, I'm ahead by a few weeks, so I thought I'm going to have a week off. So I'm, I'm having my wine tonight. Oh, Do you want to start a fight, Parker? Do you want to start a fight? No. <laughs> Saturday night's <laughs> alright for fighting. Um, it's alright. Saturday, 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 Remember playing on there? Probably was, yeah. 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 Mm, good. I'm playing um, that one. No, that's good. Check, check it out. Hmm? Check it out. What's it called? Saturday's alright. Do you not get that from the lyrics? No, oh, it's getting late! <laughs> Have you seen my mates? My tell me when the boys get in! Done, Fucking love a bit of that one, John, yeah. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> anyway. He's trying to fill in the gap because he's forgotten where he is. <laughs> Saturday, Do a ruler. Saturday, you just Saturday. go down the page. Or you just mark it off the line by line. I can't fucking read what I've written, Chris. I know where I am. Have a look. So, oh, we're in court. We're in court. So, Howard's statement. Uh, he says it's unfair that he is being called a liar, a war profiteer in the press, and is accused of bribery. And Howard argues that Trip gave him money to get him into the position that he's in, he which is true. Real good, isn't he? Yeah. He really turned. Apparently, the, the senator Brewster. Ended up having to swear himself in as an oath. <laughs> really? The defence became, the prosecutor became defence because of the allegations that Howard Hughes oh, was, yeah. was having to swear in. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so Howard tries to take down Brewster. Yeah. Brewster. This must be a record a because I'm turning onto another Is page. there a Brewster from another film that's quite famous? Brewster. Brewster? No, it sounds really familiar. Brewster. Brewster. Let me read that. Back of your hair, there's one called Bruiser, is it? Not Brewster. Bruiser, but Catherine Brewster from Terminator 3. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's not the great part. That's where I'm so getting from. Howard's saying that Pan Am came up with this bill, that they came up with the bill, yeah. not the. It's true! Senator. Bloody true! It is true. So Howard grills Brewster and Brewster backs Trip as a great American. And then we get the Hercules Spruce Goose. Um, 1947, November. And he flies. Yeah. I'm the king of the world. That's Titanic. No, no. Um, <laughs> you could say the same thing. So Brewster questions uh, on. Oh, I really can't fucking read. Matthew. Oh, the questions on the money he was given by the government. Brewster questioned. Bre- <laughs> fucking. Yeah, really all into pieces. <laughs> you do say what is it for you? Why don't you write it? Clearer, that help you. Why don't you pause the film while you write the bloody thing? Yeah. Or write, it wouldn't write, matter. Why don't you watch it the film? It wouldn't matter. Mm. And then 
What's the film again? I'm right. Look, I haven't got time to watch it twice. Are you fucking mental? How much time do you have? Not as much as you think. I'm not a kid. You're texting at work when you should be working. I can't watch a film. He's not. Yes. I'm allowed to text at work. In his lunch break. I'm allowed to text whenever I want at work. Yeah, he texts at work. I don't work in an office where I've got spies watching me all the while. Spies. Yeah, we get told off if we... You're allowed to text. If someone texts you at work, you're allowed to go, and why work? Anyway, you're allowed to go, oh, I'll just text back to that quick. It's not like you're sitting down for half hour. I think you're on your your lunch break. Why don't you do gap, bigger gaps? Yeah, face out. Right, anyway, so Bruce uh, is questioned on the money he was given by the government. Uh, he didn't deliver on over 50 million. Yeah. So, you know, to make these planes for the uh, yeah. Air Force. Apparently no one delivered on what they promised during World War II. No, I don't think they did. No, so he's just trying to compare, but why yeah. am I the only one on trial? They must have got some stuff made, otherwise they had no equipment at all. I think a lot of things were made that never... But Howard says, look, mm. I'll put in my own money as well. Yeah. So it's taking four million of his own money. Up. Yeah. Um, That's all I hear about in World War Two. They made this gun. Never used. They made this gun. No, it wasn't used. Yeah. A lot of things were. But then made. again, to the Germans, they made all these wonder weapons that I never used. And yeah. They got yeah. the Ark of the Covenant nearly, and they tried to things like that. So and the Holy Lanterns, didn't they? Yeah. Like fishmen mm. can see. And so they had the bell. The bell. The bell. You know the spaceship kind of. Bell typed ship thing. They, they made like a like a spaceship type bell shaped thing, and it was meant to be able to move on its own. And but they anchored it to four different pillars, so it kind of went round like a spaceship. No, what's the point in it? It's, it's like an aircraft. It was really fast. Like a flying saucer. Yeah, it was like like, like a bell. Did thing. it fly? Famous the bell. Not heard of the bell. Anyway, so Howard says he lost a lot of his own money. I heard of the bell end. And he cares about <laughs> aviation. <laughs> so Howard says he cares about aviation and that he isn't the only one. Loads of other companies uh, failed to deliver. Um, and he says that if the Hercules fails, he will leave mm-hmm. the country. Call of Duty comes up. No, it's, like, it's a bloody bell. It's like a spaceship. <laughs> sure it's like a spaceship. Are you listening to what I'm fucking saying? Yes, yeah. of course. Are you looking at fucking bells? <laughs> yeah. The bell. Call okay. of Duty came up, so I'm um, just getting that confused with me. No, that's the bloody bell just there. Look. And that's... Oh, yeah. Crazy so, yeah, stuff. the Hercules flies, yeah? Hmm. Um, so, Howard is with Ava. Uh, and he gets a date with her, does he? I can't remember. Well, I don't think he sees her again. No, Howard with Ava gets a date from Britain. Can't remember. It's a date, me. Anyway, whatever. Oh no! What about is that in the airfield? I think so. Yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? When jet planes are the next thing. Oh. That's right at the end of the movie. Are we we're right at the end. We're at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So Pretty he's much, in that. Yeah. He's talking about jet planes. And that's where he gets taken away. He sees the people with the gloves on. No, he talk. He talks to Dietrich and his engineer about jet engines. And then he sees the guys closing in on him. Like and then he's reminded, he sort of like forgets about it for a bit. And, and then he reminds it himself, oh, actually, I have got this problem. Yeah. They said we need to get him away. Um, and then Dietrich and the engineer like hide him in the bathroom. Yeah, it's like really horrible, like, it's come down to this. And he sees, he like hears and sees his childhood, you're not safe. And then does he say the way of the future? I can't remember. That's what he's saying yeah. as he's led away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He thinks some two people walking towards him are uh, to get him like assassins or something. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I found that a bit odd because they kept walking like really oddly to. Well, I think they were his bodyguards, weren't they? 
I think they were his bodyguards, wasn't that? Yeah. They got no, no, no. I, I thought they were uh, government people sent by Brewster. What, to kill him? No, not to kill him. <laughs> I think they wanted him dead, or that other guy. The... I thought they worked for him because they had gloves on. One stop You probably want them to wear gloves. But anyway, uh, so Howard Hughes died in 1976. And what you want to do, because after I watched the film, I went straight on Google, had a look. Chris doesn't have to use Google, Google it. I'm not going to do that. I don't need it. You don't have to search for Oscar nominee. I'm not, I'm not interested in it. So it's not an excuse to how you can't yeah, do it. Chris, you were looking for I thought it was the bloody well, Chris, thing, didn't well, Chris, I? Chris, you were looking for Ian Holm the other day. I, I mean, earlier on today. Right. In this episode. Right. This very episode. And it took you two or three minutes. You, I don't know what you were typing in. I didn't type in Ian Holm. I typed in aviator um, meteorologist. Oh. Why didn't you put in Ian Holm? I couldn't remember what his bloody name was. It would have been a lot easier. <laughs> We're here. You should have asked. But why even have to ask what is it? You wasn't You just anyway, said it. You'd already seen it last so, week, not So I had a look before, oh. into him. Yeah. So he died in 1976. Uh, and it is fascinating. I sat there after the film and read loads of stuff for about half hour. Really? Maybe by look, look from him. Um, no. Um, Thought I spent money being cheapskate. So... After all of this in the film, he moved to La- Las Vegas, yeah? Um, That's where the And he was buying hotels and he hid away in a penthouse and then he died. Right. In a, in a, in a, in a plane crash. He died in a plane crash? Mm-hmm. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, that's ironic, isn't it? Yeah. Well, not really, but kind of. You think he'd die from his... Well, well, didn't he buy out um, hotels he stayed in because he didn't like a neon sign outside his window? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, he just used to buy out things instead of... That's crazy, Because it was easier for him to do that. If one thing wasn't quite There's right... There's so much money there, didn't he? You could just do what he wanted. Did, I'm sure yeah. he died in a plane crash. I'm sure I read that, yeah. But he was, he was really ill anyway. So now. His, his actual cause of death... Mm. Um, was kidney failure, malnutrition, he got very skinny and he was unrecognisable. He had long hair, a beard, long fingernails, and the FBI had to use fingerprints to identify him. Just like Burnsy, he had long hair and fingernails and Burnsy. Yeah. You like fun of Burnsy. So yeah. let's go a final thoughts, Chris. Oh, brilliant film. Mm-hmm. Uh, better than I thought we were gonna be. Yeah. Glad I got to know him, I think. I think he was a bit of a genius, to be honest. You didn't really know him, did you? Uh, you yeah, you saw his life, him. his life story. He did die of cancer. Yeah, you know, a genius, and I would give the film probably like a 9 out of 10. Oh, brilliant. Oh, Chris is bringing out oh, really? I loved it. It was a really good film. Yeah. yeah. Any more thoughts, Chris, before Park? Uh, I might say some more in a bit. Right, Big fan of the film. Really enjoy it. One of the best Barclays I've ever seen, I think. Um, excellent performance from DiCaprio. One of his best top five, definitely. Yeah. Um, just really, I'm really interested in that time period of the music. I really enjoy watching 1930s, 40s, and 50s Hollywood. It's really interesting. Like Ellen, Ellen Noir, sort of the gangsters, you know, the <laughs> the new things, the exciting things that are happening with aviation, casinos, you know, prohibition. I think it's a really interesting time in history. Um, I know, a little bit of Great Depression a little bit of Great Depression I thought it was really well done who did the Great Depression could be so fun I know who did who, funk it and I liked I liked um, the setting yeah um, yeah I, was, I really really enjoyed the 
getting to, like Chris said, getting to know this great man Howard Hughes, and just seeing what he went through. Um, all um, geniuses have a tortured soul, wouldn't they? I've really, I know, enjoyed that. I deal with it. Oh, you wouldn't understand. I do, I deal with it every <laughs> day. Okay. So yeah, no, I enjoy it. And I would give it a nine out of ten. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, I'm going to give it. You got to say what you think first. Well, I don't jump the gun, man. Well, no, I agree with everything you said. You always Le- say Leonardo that. Gives... No, I do though because you make some very good points. And then you give it a Leonardo lower mark. Did... Yes, it is going to get a lower mark than nine. But I do you agree... can't agree with everything. No, but look, do you it's... agree with me as well? Then just agree with Parker. No, I agree with you as well, Chris. I you didn't say that. You said agree with. It's not fair. Yeah. He always says he agrees. Well, he, he never says yeah. he agrees with you. He's a we go Usually, though, Chris says the bollocks, right? So I agree with what Chris said. Like last week with Goodfellas it took out his ass oh, so it's rubbish it's rubbish it's better gangster I, films I, I do agree Leonardo DiCaprio is brilliant I think Martin Scorsese directs it brilliantly I think it looks fantastic I thought the costumes are amazing costume and hair makeup everything like that is brilliant <laughs> I thought it was very a very well told story Um, I thought maybe when I read afterwards about what happened in his later life, I knew it would have made the film longer, but I did think, could you have cut a few bits out earlier in you the film? You wanted to end the film with him dying? Yes. Because I don't like that. I don't no. Like that. I think so, it, or, or maybe there. just have the Vegas bit. I've never liked ending on the death of a person. You're... No, I think that's... It's like you want to remember the... Yeah. Things he's done. Yeah, really yeah. yeah. And if you're interested in that much, you can I always look I it up. I think I wanted to see the Vegas stuff. No, no. Because when I, I read that, it was really interesting. I mean, I know he was a lot older then, but Do I thought serious? it would have been interesting to have in the film. This film's so long already. I'd make an Aviator two just no, to no, turn no. it on. No, what I mean is, I think maybe yeah. there was a few bits <laughs> earlier in the <laughs> film you could have trimmed down or maybe got rid of mm. to fit in another fifteen minutes at the end to fit in the Vegas stuff. What, like 30 what, years later or 20 years later or something yeah something like that and then just like just to sum it up a bit more <sighs> I'm, anyway, I'm going to give it yeah it would be I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 cool same with what you gave Goodfellas <laughs> I can't remember what I gave Goodfellas I think yeah. I gave it an 8 yeah. yeah well look that is the aviator done and dusted which means it's time to move on to our world famous world renowned record breaking Game section of the show. So record, what record? Break, it's broke records, records because um, for the length of time, for the amount of time <laughs> the game section lasts. Is that Chris? Chris is having an hour, maybe. Because Chris has over that. every answer. I am. I never run. I can't stand it. I don't know. So <laughs> uh, last uh, week, of course, new season kicked off, and Ross won last week. So you are winning one nil, Mister Parker. Thank you, sir. And the three questions this week. For was Chris and Russ concentrating are as follows. Question number one. When Professor Fritz, Professor Fritz first, finds, first finds <laughs> clouds, he tells everyone to head to where? He says we have to head to where? Um, I can't mind, I don't know. East Burbank? I don't know. There's a long silence there. You want East? East. No. Head Burbank, to the river. Cowboy, Head to Hawaii. Who's going to Hawaii? Oakland. Question number two. Hawaii. When Howard <laughs> flew 
When Howard flew around the world in four days, where did he start and finish? Mm. Started in. I think he started in New York, did he? Well, I'm asking for your Sorry. answer. This is not a discussion. I think it should be. He's got a tough one, this. Yeah, I think he started in New York. Ended. Which where did he start and finish? He started in one place and he finished in the same place. New York. So, yeah, I think he started in Los Angeles and finished in New York. Well, no, he started and finished in the same place. <laughs> like, like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> he started in um and ended in in Los Angeles. Chris, what are you New doing? York, New York. I don't it know is New York, New York. Oh, Should have gone with New York. Um, I? and question number three: Just before Howard crashes in Beverly Hills, he is told to turn back. Uh, how long had he been flying for before he was told to turn? Hmm. Closest, clo- I, I will say. That. I will say closest gets the point. Three hours. I was thinking three hours. Well, you can't go for the three hundred one. Oh, Parker gets it. What was it? it? It's an hour and forty-five minutes. Oh, oh, oh Chris should have gone the other way. Yeah, no, it's an hour and a half <laughs> one way, an hour and a half back. So it's a draw. <laughs> it's a draw. It's a score draw, which means you both get a point. Which means that this season so far. Parker, you are winning 2-1. Come on! Good effort, though, there. <laughs> Good effort. Right. No, it's time for no one's favourite time. I wanted week. to play Simpsons episode 4. What are you doing? I'm playing... You know last week I went to Simpsons episode... That's another Mark, by the way. I know, with Mark Hamill. Yeah? One of my favourite episodes of all time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wanted to show you this. What is this to do with your game? Or? This has nothing to do with my game, but it's funny. Oh, great. <laughs> What's this to do with? This This is the I quote this I've got several quotes. This I show has a structure. I wanna play this before I do my game. Because we won't have time in the end. <laughs> As a bodyguard, your only loyalty is to your protectee, not to your family, not to your country, not to Muhammad. You've been doing Ramadan? Shut your sass, old boy. These melons represent your protectee. Throughout this course, you will protect your personal melon as if it was paying your salary. What? Okay, listen up. My goal is to assassinate that watermelon. Your job is to take the bullet. Go! Go, go, go! Pow! No! Well, your dive wasn't bad, but I just didn't believe you. No! You gotta sell it! Remember, your no is what gets you your next job. Now drop and give me twenty. Better. <laughs> <laughs> I've used several quotes in real life. You're not, you're not ready. Chuck this asshole. Drop down and give me twenty. I use those all the time. Right, my game this week is. Oh, can I just say uh, thanks for that, Parker. That was really. I enjoyed that. Who does the voice? This links into the podcast. Who does the voice of that character? I don't know. Mark Hamill. Okay. Apparently. How does that link into this episode? Because Mark, it links into the beginning of the episode when I said I watched The Killing Joke. Oh, okay. Mark Hamill does the Joker. This is not the best. It's not really the best <laughs> it's link, link, is it? Linkity yeah. link, linkity link. Um, Chris, <laughs> you're winning Ross's stupid fucking game 1 0 this season. No, you love this game. you got to carry on the charade. Do you know when people email and I email them back? Yeah. Um, And they go, oh, we love the show and all this. Yeah. No one. Fucking says <laughs> they like your game. No, someone did say it once. No one yeah, has said it. Alex said it. Oh, Alex, who comes on the yeah, show, so he liked it. Someone who's part of this Bottlehead Radio family, out of the six of us, 
Sassy thinks it's a fucking joke. <laughs> Bridie doesn't like it. Does Me and Christopher like don't does like it. She does, see. She, why does she like she it? She looks it. Yeah, she likes it. See? Two people out of... Yeah, but how many people say anything good about our show? Yeah. Good point. Um, <laughs> so what's the theme this week? <laughs> got you on that one, didn't I? What's the what, what theme? Horror, classic horror. <laughs> classic horror. So saying... Is it quotes? It's quote the quotations quote a fun yeah yeah quotations quote fun whoa sorry that was a bit effortless shot meaning no effort involved um, so horror classic horror classic horror um, just five out of five this time no well we just got to guess the yeah I just got to guess the film okay okay first one mm-hmm. the fastest finger first no we're gonna do our usual actually should we do it differently. Should we get a bit of paper out? Get it ready yes. for the final countdown so we don't have to yes. get Chris's... I'm going to know. Chris has to think about run. I never run. Do you want if I give Who's Chris a page of this? Wow. Or, this? or the oh, he's already got one. So, I'll play them. Then move on and we'll go at the end. That way, you've already written them down and you can't copy each other's. Right, first one. <laughs> your loyalty is to your protective... <laughs> You just keep my spelling, won't you? And my pronunciation. Well, I'm not going to do anything what I'd do before, Chris. I'm going to give you a chance. I'm not going to be pedantic. Because you weren't before. You know. Are we playing this fucking game? Yep, sure. Right. Oh, thank you. Wait. You just can't let them go? Go. Stay on the road. Keep clear of the moors. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Beware the moonlets. Yeah. Chris? <laughs> okay, no, don't say it. That's the first one. Second one. No, I'll give you a bit of time. I think it gives me time to I've no get idea. to the right stage. Mm. Do you know? Well, that definitely. I've got the first one. Mm. Oh, it's because I'm looking at the wrong clip. I'm, I'm guessing the second one. I'll I don't think, I think the I've second one. Is there a theme to this? Have you got the first one? Yeah, I said classic horror. I th- might know the first, but I don't have a clue. Okay, the cool. What do you think about this one? She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Haven't you? Oh. Might know that one, do you? Do I? Oh, yeah, I know you. That one. <laughs> okay. Think about that one. I can't go in the first few seconds. Well, I'll go in the first few seconds. You should know that it's, uh, you know, just by the sound quality and. 
Oh yeah. How old how old it is. Yeah. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. That one? Probably a bit loud. Um, I think I might have to turn this one now. It's not quite loud. Mm. It's going to be a bad one. <laughs> okay, happy to move yeah, out. Yeah. I'm sure. Don't look at the. It's upside down, isn't it? go for a confident guess three out of five I was going to say okay. the same alright okay so what did you go for the first one American Werewolf American Werewolf where was this American Werewolf in London where was this American Werewolf Chris what do you like it's in a specific place oh London oh, I got written down as American Werewolf check what he wrote down Oh, I got his American Werewolf. Oh, you gotta give him that. You gotta give half a mark. No. Surely fucking half. Chris is not so good with. No, I, I thought... wrote down the full fucking title of the Say film. Say what? The full title is American Werewolf in London. Now, when you get a mark, is I'm it, not telling you how to play your game. Is it other versions of American Werewolf? Is there American Werewolf in Paris? Yes. yes, there is actually. That is the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking. No, there is. It's not very good. But if I, if I knew there were sequels, then maybe I'd have. Expanded on it. That's your judgment call. No, thing. I don't know. What's your, what's your do what you fucking thing? like? It's your game. Ooh, ooh, yeah, okay. I'll give you back a mark. Next one. Rob. What are you about? What's the next one? Come on. Oh. I'm, really, I'm handicapped at this the game thing. anyway. What do you think is the second one? I've done it, I'll Okay, well, there you go. You're right, Matthew. was the thing. Yes. Classic. Oh, I, I may have a confident four out of five. Really? Because that was the one I had an oh, guess on. Okay. What about the third one? I don't like the, the thing. Psycho. Psycho. Yes. In London. Right. In Paris. In Paris. Um, third one. Fourth one. Sorry. Don't know. The Omen. Yes, Matthew. Yes. And the fifth one. Don't know the Evil one. Dead. Or the Evil Dead. Um, did you both say the omen? Yes. No, I said the omen. Chris did. <laughs> no, both said the omen. Oh, do it. Really? Yeah, it's <laughs> it is the evil guy, Chris. But which one? First one. Second one. Second one. one. Don't know. It's the second one. Yeah. Second one. You get a point for that. So what's the? I got four. What did Chris get? Three. There you go. You won anyway, Matthew. Yes. What are you on about? So Man, you're it's one all. This game, one all this season. Penalise me. Well, now it's time for. Oh, you don't have to do an outro. Can I do? No. I, I, I like your game to be should. over as quick as possible. <laughs> a prize. Go on then. Rosses quo de squota fun. Yeah, yeah. Rosses quo de squota fun. Whoa! 
Now it's time for. I forgot the music to this song. Play your movie cards right. You've been trying to. Play your movie cards right. Right. So, this season, I've got one point. Ross has got one point. Chris has got no points. It is Parker. It's your turn to go first. Which category do you want? Do you want Oscar winners, comedy classics, or action movies? I'm the Oscar classics because I learn something new every time. Two. So this is your first question. Yeah. Out of two. Yeah. For Oscar winners. Who did Anne Hathaway co-host the 2011 Oscar Academy Awards with? Hugh Jackman. No. It's James Franco. Question number two. Which actress won the Academy Award for Best Actress in 2003 for her role in The Hours? Nicole Kidman. It is Nicole Kidman, Parker. Oh, always get one out of two. One point. Always get one out of two. Now it's my pick. Always get zero out of two. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. It's my pick next. I'm going to go for action movies. What? Okay. You're going to read them for me, Park, yeah? Go. You're going to be fucking kidding me. Go on, Sorry for my language, but this is... This is ridiculous. This is what I could get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone would have got this because we've actually talked about it. Um, which 2015 action film did Leonardo DiCaprio win an Academy Award for Best Actor? <laughs> the Revenant. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I might have got that. Which famous US landmark is the setting for the climax of North by Northwest? Which one? Which famous US landmark is the setting for the climax of North by Northwest? Empire State Building. Mm. Mount Rushmore? Yeah, Mount Rushmore. How do you know that? I was a guest. It's a landmark. Did you see it? I've only got two marks then. You saw it, Bridge. I can't read that. Okay. Do you know what? North by Northwest, I have not actually seen it. You've not seen it? No. I would have guessed Rushmore. Alfred Hitchcock, isn't it? Uh, yes, that's one film I have not seen. Uh, not many. I guess. <laughs> there are not, and I, do, guess, I, do, I do love a bit of Hitchcock, but I have not got round to that. What there are Hitchcock films you've seen? There are only so many hours in the day. How many Hitchcock films have you seen? Uh, I'm not all of them. One of my favourites is Strangers on the Train. Really? Is it good? Very good. Got on DVD? I have actually got a DVD. Yeah. So, Chris, that means you've got comedy classics. So, question number one. What is the name of the 2004 zombie comedy starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost? Oh, um, I know it. <laughs> you know it. Are you taking a piss, Chris? <laughs> Yeah, you taking this? I think, I think I'm this well is down. arguably the easiest question any any game we have ever played on this podcast. Yeah, true. I've, I've, got, I've got the world's end stuck in my head. It's not the world's yeah, end. It's not the zombies, is it? No, it's um, Shaun of the Dead. It is Shaun oh, of the Dead. It took ages. Covered it in the very first season of this podcast. I know we did, I know. Yeah. Question number two. Who directed Mrs. Doubtfire? <sighs> ah, see, I can only think of uh, a couple of directors off the top of my head. I mean, no, it wasn't any of them. So, uh, I'm going to go for um, Michael Schumacher. The Formula One driver. <laughs> I have no you idea. You go for someone that's not even a director. <laughs> All I can think of is Steven Spielberg, 
Martin Scorsese and then um, Scorsese yeah and then um, yeah Scorsese <laughs> you know he does Reservoir Dogs without me it's wrong now Tarantino that's it no, no, no it's no, Chris Columbus don't so at the end of this round this season myself and Parker have two points and Chris has one point I've got a point I've got a bloody point now it's I've got a point now it's time for the final countdown do 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 I thank you. So, I'm going to give you five clues to a film I'm describing. Guess it after clue number one, and you get five points. Clue number two, you get four. I have to explain this game every week, Park. Did you know why? Why? Because every podcast is someone's first podcast. True. Um, you have to lock in your answer. When it's locked in. You can't change <laughs> it. So far this season, you two are doing shit. Uh, Parker, you got one point. Chris, you got I've no points. One I know, but you've got one point. What was that last time? I still got it right though. Uh, Lord of the Rings, wasn't it? It was. A Lord of the Rings film. It was. Yes. Oh, so, trick question. Question number one for five points. Ball. 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 B A double L. B A double L. It's not going to be that one I'm thinking of. I don't think you'd like that film, so I think you'd pick it. He picks films, doesn't he? Chris, I always pick films which are widely known. Just don't call classics. Not, not necessarily classics, but films where if I said the title of the film, you'd go. Oh yeah, film. it's not an obscure film. Okay. Okay. Are we locking in anyone? Yeah, but I don't want obscurity, you think? Are we locking in? No. Clue number two for four points: Alone. It's not gonna be that. I'm locked in. Parker is locking in. Are you actually locking in? Yeah. For four points. Yeah. Okay. Put the pressure on Chris. He feels the pressure. <laughs> Clue number three for three points. Yeah. Ireland. It's definitely not what I was thinking of then. I was thinking of really Space Jam. What? <laughs> Michael Jordan's alone and he plays basketball. Yeah, it works, I guess. No, he's with his twenty. He's with his younger self. <laughs> in Space Jam? Yeah. When he's in the basketball court. Doesn't he? Or is if that an advert? Uh, hang on. If his younger self is Bugs Bunny. Yeah. This is an advert for a drink or something. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Island. What? <laughs> Island. Oh, I know what it is now. Pat, are you locking in for three points? Yeah, I'll lock it. In. But, oh, oh but you, you're just not going to do that. You're not going to make it that easy. It does. Some of them are easy, some of them are hard. It's the way the game goes. It's where the cookie crumbles. And it depends what mood I'm in. It depends how. It depends if I've got time to write clues or if I just I it was whack done, it out quick. I was done locking on one point for dodgeball. Joking. 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 <laughs> Clue number four for two points. So you're locked in for four points. Chris is locked in for three. Clue number then, I'll do it for the audience. Clue number four for two points is FedEx. Okay? Yeah. And for those at home, clue number five for one point is Wilson. Parker, you locked in first for four points. What did you put? Castaway. Okay, Chris? No, Castaway. It is... Castaway. Yes. So, Parker, Excellent. you are on uh, five points, and Chris, you're on three, so you're catching up, Chris. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Same as last week, really. What? Hmm? Same as last week. This isn't really catching up when I'm really. Well, you're now two points behind. One point. No, you're two points. Tim Whiteburn? So he's not. I'm getting further away. You are further away, actually. Yeah. Why do I like Chris Philbin? Oh, he's got points on the board now, hasn't he? Um, so that's it for this week and the aviator we're going to be back next week um, sure before we go uh, we are going to take a little break every season no, no every season Ooh. between episode 4 and 5 because we like to just recharge our batteries as well as that it gives us one night where we can record other things things like Patreon no because we've got to record Patreon episode. But we could also go cinema. We could also go cinema, but we're fucking not. Right? <laughs> on that day. On that night that we have off, okay. right, from that doing the night. normal podcast, okay. we are recording Patreon episodes. We are also working on our brand new working show for Head Radio. Yeah. Um, which, have we said what it is? Yes, we have. Yeah. Yeah, it's Bobby it's the Bunny. Um, which, if you are a Patreon, the first episode is up for Patreons of Bobby the Bunny, and the full series will be coming later in the year. That night off also lets us plan and talk about things like our other show, Dungeons and Dragons for Dummies, which season three will be coming Ooh. end of March, Ooh. beginning of April time. Ooh. So if you so haven't soon. listened to the first two seasons of Dungeons and Dragons for Dummies, yeah, tap yourself in. Go and listen and get ready for season three. Yeah. Sassy joins the three of us and we go on a fantastical, fun filled. Don't start doing your. I like it. Plans. I like it again. Go on, and what is it? I like it. said phantasmagorical. Fan- Fantasium. Fantasium. That's how like a game you used to do. That the, one. No, it does, it does like a bit. The Fantabulous Adventures of the D and D bunch. Okay, right. So yeah, that <laughs> night off. So, so but if you're a Patreon, <laughs> the good news is that if you're a Patreon, that week yeah. when we do not release a movie seasons podcast episode you will have a Patreon episode to listen to and this season we are obviously doing two bonus Patreons episodes don't patronise me I'm not patronising <laughs> you my Patreon um, <laughs> on Martin Scorsese and well, the way we're going to do it is the first of the two Patreon episodes we're going to be looking at the first half of his career up to about the mid 90s and then the second Patreon episode we're going to be looking at the second half of his career so if you're a Patreon, you will get an episode that week, but it will be for your a link on Patreon. Um, so that's after episode four. So we've got another couple of weeks to go till we have a week off. But if you're not a Patreon, go to patreon.com and search for Bottlehead Radio. It only costs one pound or one dollar, whatever currency you use. Mm. To become a Patreon, you'll get some videos, you'll get Patreon bonus episodes, you get exclusive things ahead of schedule for instance the new show Bobby the Bunny will be released to Patreons first so the whole season you will get in one go is that right Chris? yeah they will get the whole first season all six episodes in one go you've already got one but you'll get all the other five in, yeah. in one go <laughs> so you don't have to wait <laughs> weekly for Bobby the Bunny to come out um, and Bobby the Bunny is just like a storytelling adventure thing where I tell the story and Chris and Parker listen and they ask questions and we have a bit of a laugh and it's a very um, sort of a bit it's a bit like Rick and Morty it's going to be very much like Rick and Morty 
Um, rip off. But it's not, because <laughs> I made it before Rick and Morty was even invented. And who is the witness to this? Chris. No written so, evidence. There's no written evidence. No written evidence. It is true. Previous claims, really. Um, so yeah, if you want to help support the show, go to patreon.com and you can go to Patreon, you can get all that lovely stuff, and of course you get a nickname. Like? Um, Dangerous Dave. Chris? Narcobexy. Narcobexy. Yeah. Or? Ninja Monkey 2 Spinning Ninja. <laughs> nice, not it. You just offended him. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Apologise properly. I'm forever. Get on your fucking knees and apologise. Oh no, sorry. Have What's we, his name? Have we told him a loss of it. What's his name? We told him a rip. What's Rest in peace. His name. Um, Anthony Lockton Stockton and two smoking ninja monkeys. Uh-huh. Thank you. What about the person with we should do a eulogy for? He's oh. left us recently. We did have loss. Damn right, just take that is. Lost yes, contact. Uh, we've lost contact with. Mm. We don't know if he's alright or not. Oh. I haven't spoken to you in contact. If you're still listening out there, Dustin, we love you. You are our first Patreon. We miss you. We just we don't necessarily want you back, as in terms of a Patreon. But if you're still listening out there, we don't want you back. Why not? No, not not necessarily. Oh, okay. What I'm saying is, you know, as long as yeah. you're okay, yeah. then send us a message yeah. to let us know you're okay. And this sounds sarcastic. <laughs> It's, it's, not, it's, all it's not. It's only slightly sarcastic, but we do want to know if you're okay because yeah. we haven't heard from you no, in yeah. a long while. Yeah. Like Ninja Monkey, I talk to Ninja Monkey huh, once a month, something like that. Maybe once every sort of three weeks, something like that. He would send me an email, or you know, I'd send him one. But I spoke to him this weekend. Yeah, did you? The spoke email. To him. Well, on email. Okay. But yeah, he was loving Bobby the Bunny. He said Bobby the Bunny was a hoot. Really? He didn't actually say that. He said it was quite. He, was, he said it was very funny. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, who um, uses that language? He's a Patreon. He got the Patreon bonus episode, so it is. And he got the exclusive first episode of Bobby the Bunny. Cool. That's how he knows. It's funny. Cool. So you know, benefits all round. It is. Friends but anyway, we've got to go. We're, we're long overdue finishing. Well, we're not really. We're, we're quite, not actually we're we're quite on early, schedule. But we're on schedule. Yeah. Yes. But Excellent. one more thing: if you have one second, please go to iTunes if you use an iPhone or you have an iTunes account and rate and review us because it helps us rise up the rankings and attract more potential viewers and please go on Facebook and say that you listen to the show put a link give us a little review on Facebook saying go and listen to Bottlehead Radio they do movie seasons they do well Dungeons and Dragons for Dummies and they're going to be doing Bobby the Bunny okay so come on help us out we sit here every fucking week we talk a load of shit. We have, to, shit. Park, we have to play Parker's shitty game. Hmm. You love it, really. Anyway, Parker, it's time for you to do the most important thing of the week. You need to give us a clue <laughs> oh, to oh. next week's film. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, we need to make a noise. Oh, oh, oh. Good morning to you, laddie. You give me your money now. I should have never been a fire you, boy. You're starting on me, laddie. That's got to be racist. No, it's not. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not that one. Like yeah, well, this is, we're the only gang in town, you know. You pick on us, man. We've got this patch. Keep going. <laughs> you always bloody money, mate. Stand by Stephen Gray now. You always bloody money, mate. You see me, excuse it. 
That's pretty good, actually. You're from Irish to Liverpool. I know, because yeah. it is related. Yeah, I know, yeah. I'm just trying to... Yeah, that's all I've got. I have no idea. No. But I haven't seen this film for a, for a while, so I'm struggling to even think. I mean, I enjoyed that. Maybe someone who has seen the film. What about you, Chris? Uh, Do you know what, Chris? Can I just say, the, the one thing... Like, I, don't, I never... Yeah. Look, like it comes to Tuesday, and yeah. and I get more anxious yeah. the closer we get to Tuesday every week. Not because of you, because <laughs> of Parker. Why? Because I think I've got to sit in a fucking room with him. We've got to play a stupid fucking game. We've got to listen to his ridiculous facts, right? But I, but I do like the sound thing. <laughs> Okay. At the end. Right that's, at the, the, that's the one thing. That's the one thing that he brings to this podcast. The one thing I spend the least amount of time on. <laughs> yes, you like. Yes, yes. What about my hard-earned bloody research, man? Huh. No, I like the sound thing at the end. Yeah. No, not the sound thing. I make the life on the spot. Do you? You've offended me. <laughs> You're patronising me. I've had enough of it. I quit. <laughs> I think it's a good clue. I think it's a good clue. Well, I quit. That's not clear. And you quit. Don't yeah. don't build me up and then don't build me up and then shoot me down. No, it's okay. <laughs> right, be... we will see you next week. You should be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs>